So let us consider the first two aspects of empath versus narcissist dynamic. We start with Aries versus Libra. Okay. So the Aries on one side and Libra on the opposite side. What this leads to, because we have to cover nakshatra by nakshatra, first we shall cover in this one Ashwini nakshatra. But Ashwini itself, if you stick Rahu or Ketu on the other side, it swings between Chitra and Swati. Okay. So let's get into this after the intro. If you have come through this particular video after many different cycles, then you can skip the intro and then go to the remaining ones. Stop the intro and the principles of this in the beginning. Let's roll the intro. First, the dictionary definitions. Who is an empath and who is a narcissist according to dictionary? Empath, a person who has strong capacity for empathy, the ability to understand and share the feelings of others, often to an intense degree. Psychological characteristics of an empath. Empathy, empaths deeply understand and share the emotions of others. Sensitivity. They are highly attuned to the emotional states of those around them. Intuition Empaths have a strong gut instincts and can sense the emotional distress in others. Compassion They possess a deep well of compassion and a desire to help others. Boundary challenges Big one Empaths may struggle with setting healthy emotional boundaries potentially leading to emotional exhaustion. Narcissists, a person who has an excessive and often unhealthy self-love or admiration, an inflated sense of self-importance and a lack of genuine empathy for others. Right away you can see both are opposites. Narcissists often seek constant admiration and validation from others while exhibiting manipulative and self-centered behaviors. Grandiosity. Narcissists have an exaggerated sense of self-importance and often believe they are superior to others. Need for admiration. They constantly seek admiration, attention and validation from others to bolster their self-esteem. <laughs> lack of empathy. Narcissists typically lack genuine empathy and struggle to understand or care about the feelings of others. Manipulation. They may engage in manipulative behaviors to maintain control and achieve their own goals, often at the expense of others. Fragile self-esteem. Despite their outward confidence, narcissists often have a fragile self-esteem that is easily wounded, leading to defensive or aggressive reactions when challenged. Now let us see the two dominant drivers of narcissism and empathy. Empaths. Okay, we are considering for the purposes of this study Rahu as the narcissist when it is in the first house, Ketu as an empath when it is sitting in the first house. We are talking only the first house because that's dominantly where the ego resides. The egoness or the egolessness is empath versus dynamic, narcissist dynamic. So Rahu as a narcissist 
will give what? Exaggerated sense of self-importance. Rahu in the first house can contribute to exaggerated sense of self-importance, leading individuals to overestimate their abilities and achievements. Seeking external validation. Those with these placement may have a strong desire for external validation and may go to great lengths to gain recognition and admiration from others, often at the expense of genuine self-esteem. <clears throat> illusion of grandeur. Rahu's influence can create an illusion of grandeur, causing individuals to present themselves in a way that exaggerates their accomplishments and status. Materialistic pursuits. This placement may lead to excessive focus on material wealth and positions as a means of bolstering one's self-esteem and self-worth. See, Rahu lacks this. It wants to gain this. Manipulative behavior. Rahu in the first house can sometimes encourage manipulative behavior where individuals use deception or self-promotion as a means of maintaining their self-image and gain the admiration they seek. Ketu as an empath on the other side, marked in the charts here as you can see. Ketu is in the first house, here Rahu is in the first house as a narcissist, Ketu in the first house as an empath. What does Ketu behave as an empath? Deep empathetic insight, Ketu's detachment can paradoxically lead to deep understanding and empathy for others' experiences. As individuals with displacement often have a unique ability to perceive and sympathize with the underlying emotions and struggles of others. Non-judgmental empathy. They tend to offer non-judgmental empathy as detached nature to themselves allows them to accept people as they are without imposing their own beliefs or values on others. Emotional healing. Some with Ketu in the first house may have a natural gift for helping others and heal emotionally or spiritually, offering a safe space for individuals to explore their feelings and experiences without the fear of criticism. Intuitive empathy. Their intuitive nature may enable them to sense others' emotions without the need for verbal communication, making them practically attuned to unspoken emotions and needs. Compassion and acceptance. They often possess a compassionate accepting disposition which can be comforting for those who seek understanding and empathy in their presence. Now let's examine the impact of planets which sit with Rahu in the first house for narcissism. We are talking only about Rahu now, first part. That's the narcissist dynamic, Rahu in the first house. What if Saturn sits with Rahu in the first house? What happens? Narcissistic tendencies suppressed. Saturn tends to suppress everything. Saturn's influence can sometimes act as a restraining force on the narcissistic tendencies. It may encourage the individuals to be more cautious about displaying overt narcissism. Emphasis on reputation. Saturn's presence may make the individual more concerned with their public image and reputation. They may strive to maintain a facade of responsibility and respectability. Controlled self-importance. While there may be still a desire for self-importance, Saturn can add an element of control and discipline, preventing narcissism from becoming too overt. Overt and covert narcissism. We'll see that. Mars. What if Mars is placed with Rahu in the first house? 
intensified narcissistic traits because mars is a driver mars is aggressive mars can intensify narcissistic tendencies making the individual more competitive and aggressive in the pursuit of recognition and admiration impulsive narcissism mars is very impulsive the influence of mars can lead to impulsive displays of narcissism where the individual seeks attention and dominance mars wants to dominate in a more aggressive and immediate manner impulsive ego driven actions mars may drive the ego to the forefront making the individual more focused on their own desires and needs potentially at the expense of others what about sun and moon as a narcissist if moon is placed in the first house with rahu conjunct what can be the possibility of narcissism there emotional narcissism moon's emotional depth can contribute to a form of emotional narcissism where the individual's own emotional experiences needs to take precedence over the other sensitivity to narcissistic injury moon sensitivity can make the individual highly reactive to the perceived slights or criticism leading to defensive or narcissistic reaction emotional reaction there is emotion narcissistic validation moon's influence may drive the need for constant emotional validation potentially creating narcissistic tendencies in seeking attention and reassurance sun what about sun along with rahu in the first house ego and self importance sun represents the ego when in conjunction or aspect to rahu in the first house it can amplify the narcissistic tendencies individual may be having exaggerated sense of self importance desire for attention there is a strong desire for attention and recognition and the individual may go to great lengths to be in spotlight and receive praise and admiration charismatic narcissism sun's influence can make narcissism appear charismatic confident which can draw others in and create a magnetic personality <clears throat> resistance to criticism individual may be highly resistant to criticism as their ego is closely tied to their self worth they may react defensively or aggressively perceived slights what about jupiter or venus along with rahu in the first house jupiter intellectual narcissism jupiter represents knowledge and wisdom when in conjunction or aspect to rahu in the first house it can lead to a form of intellectual or philosophical narcissism the individual may believe they possess superior wisdom and spiritual insight moral superiority they may feel morally superior believing they have a unique understanding of ethics and values that others lack proselytizing narcissism Jupiter's influence may lead to a desire to share their beliefs and wisdom with others in a preachy proselytizing manner. Resistance to contradiction. Individuals with this combination may resist contradictory viewpoints and may become self-righteous when challenged, viewing themselves as the holders of ultimate truth, the ego of Jupiter. Venus, aesthetic narcissism. Venus represents beauty and aesthetics when conjunction or aspect to Rahu in the first house it can contribute to a form of aesthetic narcissism individual may place excessive importance on physical appearance and beauty vanity <clears throat> charm and charisma they may possess charm and charisma that draw others in using their physical attractiveness 
or social skills to gain admiration and validation. Materialistic narcissism. Venus influence can lead to materialistic narcissism where the individual judges their self-worth based on material positions they have. Luxury, indulgence. Emotional manipulation. Individuals with this combination may use their charm and attractiveness to manipulate others emotionally seeking attention and affection. What about Mercury with Raho? In the first house, intellectual narcissism. Mercury represents intellect and communication. When in conjunction or aspect of Rahu in the first house, it can lead to intellectual narcissism, where one individual believes they are intellectually superior to others. Manipulative communication. Mercury's influence can make an individual skilled in manipulating communication to gain attention and control conversations. They may use language to enhance their image and deflect criticism. Need for recognition. There is a strong need for recognition of their ideas, opinions, Mercury's intellect. They may seek out intellectual debates and discussions where they can dominate and showcase their knowledge. Difficulty accepting differing views. Individuals with this combination may struggle to accept differing viewpoints and may dismiss or belittle opinions of others, contributing to a sense of intellectual superiority. What about the empath dynamic? Now let's see the empath characteristics. So Saturn in the first house with Ketu or the south node of the moon. Empathetic Detachment. Saturn's influence can create a sense of empathic detachment. Individuals with this placement may have a unique ability to empathize with others while remaining emotionally reserved and composed. Practical empathy. Saturn is very practical. They may express empathy through practical actions and responsibilities, such as providing stability and support to loved ones in a consistent, reliable manner. Structured compassion. Saturn can create structured, disciplined compassion where empathy is channeled in a focused, responsible way. They may even make this a profession. They approach empathy as a duty. Difficulty in expressing feelings. Saturn is a dry planet. It does not have feelings. While they understand and empathize with others, expressing their own emotions or connecting on an emotional level may be challenging to Saturn along with Ketu in the first house. Mars with Ketu in the first house. Empathy driven by action. Mars is action oriented. Mars can stimulate empathy through action and physical engagement. These individuals may show empathy by actively assisting others and defending those in need. Mars is a warrior planet. Protective empathy. They may display a protective form of empathy where they are highly supportive or loyal to those they care about. Protective, another aspect of Mars, ready to go to great lengths to ensure their well-being. Empathic courage. Mars influence can make them courageous in their empathic responses, unafraid to confront difficult situations and challenges on the behalf of others. Potential impulsivity. Mars is very impulsive. While Mars can enhance empathy, it may also lead to impulsive reactions triggers and sometimes without considering the consequences. What about sun and moon in the first house with Ketu as an empath? Moon. Deep emotional empathy. Moon represents emotions when in conjunction or aspect to Ketu in the first house it can create deep emotional empathy. 
these individuals can connect with others on a profound emotional level. Sensitivity to others' needs. Ketu is all about other when it comes in the first house. That's what defines an empath. They are often sensitive to needs and feelings of others, making them compassionate and nurturing individuals. Instinctual empathy. Moon's influence can lead to an instinctual empathy, where they respond naturally and empathetically to the emotions of others around them, often without conscious effort. Emotional bonding. They may form strong emotional bonds with others, which can lead to heightened sense of empathy when those close to them are in distress. Sun. Empathy focused on identity. Sun represents one's identity and ego. When in conjunction or aspect to Ketu in the first house, empathy may be closely tied to a deep understanding of personal identity and a willingness to empathize with others who struggle with issues of identity. They may help other themselves find themselves. Empathy as a path to self-realization. Individuals with this placement may view empathy as a means of self-realization, understanding themselves better by empathizing with others' struggles and journeys. Empathetic leadership. Sun's influence can make them natural leaders in empathetic roles, guiding them and supporting them through their own empathic understanding of personal challenges. What about Mercury and Jupiter with Ketu in the first house? Mercury, intellectual empathy. Mercury represents intellect and communication when in conjunction or aspect to Ketu in the first house, empathy may primarily manifest as intellectual understanding. These individuals may empathize by analyzing and comprehending others' thought processes and viewpoints. Empathy through communication, they may express empathy through effective communication, actively listening to others and providing thoughtful responses. Empathy in learning. In Mercury's influence with Ketu in the first house can lead to love of learning about different perspectives, cultures, which can enhance capacity for empathy by broadening their understanding, mental, intellectual understanding of the world. Analytical empathy. They may have a knack for breaking down complex emotions and situations into manageable parts, making it easier for them to empathize with specific aspects of others' experiences. <clears throat> Jupiter with Ketu in the first house. Spiritual empathy. Jupiter represents wisdom, spirituality and higher knowledge. When in conjunction or aspect to Ketu in the first house, that's our basis for empathy, Empathy may be deeply rooted in spiritual or philosophical understanding. Jupiter is a philosopher. Empathy as a path to wisdom. Individuals with this placement may see empathy as a means to gain spiritual wisdom and personal growth. They may believe that empathizing with others, they can expand their own consciousness. Jupiter is also very egoistic, by the way. Mentorship and Guidance Jupiter's influence can make them natural mentors and guides, offering empathic support and wisdom to others on a spiritual and personal development. Universal Empathy They may tend to have a broad universal perspective on empathy, seeking to understand and empathize with the struggles of humanity as a whole, transcending individual boundaries. What about Venus with Ketu in the first house as an empath? Aesthetic empathy. 
Venus represents beauty and aesthetics. When in conjunction or aspect to Ketu in the first house, empathy by this individual may be expressed through an appreciation for emotional beauty in life and emotions of others. Empathy, empathy through art and creativity. They may channel their empathy into creative pursuits such as art, music, literature to evoke and share emotions with others. Compassionate relationships. Venus can influence and lead to empathetic and compassionate interactions and relationships where they are attuned to the emotional needs and desires of others. Empathetic harmony. They may seek to harmony and emotional connection in their relationships above all as a means to create deeper and more meaningful bonds with others. So these are all the basic rules. But now we get into nakshatras and see how Rahu and Ketu with these planets can play out in the nakshatras because 27 different signatures are possible. Let's get into that. Let's talk about narcissist number one. Okay. Who is the narcissist number one here? That is Rahu in Ashwini and Ketu in Chitra, as it is shown in the screen. Okay. What does this lead us to believe? What does Rahu in Ashwini in the first house really mean? Let's look at the characteristics. There on top of the screen, Rahu in the sign of Mars. So already there is a lot of aggression. So what does Rahu do in Ashwini? It is ambitious and energetic. These individuals possess a strong desire for success and are highly motivated and energetic in pursuing their goals. Think Mars here, right? Aries. Impulsiveness. Rahu intensifies the impulsiveness inherent to Ashwini, leading to quick decision making without thorough consideration. Very impulsive. Pioneering spirit. They have a strong inclination to explore new territories and are willing to take risks in various aspects of life. They embrace a pioneering spirit. It's a good part. Not everything is bad. Restlessness. They have a constant restlessness and a need for change and excitement are common traits, making them resist routine and long-term commitments. These people are not interested in following through. They are initiators. They can be independent thinkers. Rahu in Ashwini fosters independent thinking and challenging conventional beliefs and norms. They have a unique perspective and may challenge established conventions. That is Rahu in Ashwini. Now, on the other hand, we have Ketu in Chitra, the first of the axis, right? So, Rahu in Ashwini and Ketu in Chitra. What does Ketu in Chitra lead us to accomplish? Let's see. Ketu in Chitra. Look at the bottom part of the screen. This is Chitra Nakshatra. It is half falling in Libra, half falling in Virgo. We are talking about the Virgo half. Right? So, Ketu in Chitra at the same time as Rahu in Ashwini. What does this provide? Spiritual detachment. That is number one in all Ketu signs. If the Ketu is there in the opposite to Rahu in the seventh house, this is what it provides. They have an appreciation for aesthetics. They have a tendency to appreciate aesthetic sensuality, may find beauty in simplicity. 
Ketu and Chitra individuals may have a unique sense of style and creativity. Seekers of balance and harmony, these individuals often seek balance and harmony in their lives and surroundings. They may be drawn to practices that promote inner peace and equilibrium. Interest in healing arts, Ketu in Chitra can bestow an interest in healing and therapeutic arts. Even Ashwini has got a medical signature to it. Okay, So this axis can be a good healer. They may excel in practices that promote physical and emotional well-being. Ketu in Chitra also provides a desire for inner transformation. They may have a strong desire for inner transformation and personal growth. Ketu in Chitra individuals may engage in self-improvement practices and seek to refine their character. This is what the first axis is. The first narcissist axis. Rahu in Ashwini, Ketu in Chitra. Now let us see the empath aspect of this. So the empath aspect is the reverse, right? It is Ketu in Ashwini and Rahu in Chitra. So it's just the reverse, 180 degrees reversed. So this becomes an empath because it's the Ketu in the first house in Ashwini. What does that lead us to provide? Let's see. Ashwini, okay? In Ashwini, if there is Ketu, this is the bottom half, okay? So inner restlessness, spiritual independence, transformational experiences, resourcefulness and unconventional beliefs. So let's start from the top. Ketu in Ashwini signifies a strong desire for spiritual independence and self-reliance. These individuals seek to explore their own spiritual path. Inner restlessness. They often experience inner restlessness and a sense of urgency to seek deep spiritual truths. This can lead to a constant search for meaning and purpose because it's a moving energy in Mars, in the ruler Aries. Transformational experiences. Ketu in Ashwini can bring about transformative life experiences that can help individuals shed old patterns, beliefs, attachments and so on. Resourcefulness. They have natural resourcefulness and an ability to find creative solutions to problems. This resourcefulness extends to their spiritual pursuits as well. Last, unconventional beliefs. These individuals may have an unconventional belief system, approaches to spirituality, challenging traditional spiritual norms and practices. Look at the Ketu there in the top white box. I have put the general attributes of Rahu Ketu here just for reference. This picture is worth a million words, every single one of them. So Ketu is universality, impressionability, idealism, intuition, compassion, spirituality, self-sacrifice and subtleness. Okay. So this is what it provides in the empathic side of the first one which we are talking about. Ketu in Ashwini and Rahu in Chitra. Now let's see the second half of Ashwini. Okay. Because that goes into Swati. So let's see what that's about. That story is a little different. Okay. So that's the axis, the second part of Ashwini, because the Ketu changes. The Rahu remains the same. Ketu changes. So Rahu is still in Ashwini, as you can see. And Ketu has now moved into Swati because it's the second half. The first two padas, the last two padas of Chitra and the first two padas of Swati. Right? That's where the axis moves. So this is Narcissus number two. Rahu in Ashwini, Ketu in Swati. 
let us see what this combination yields us we will directly jump to swati because we've already covered the rahu aspects they remain the same you can go back rewind and see the rahu and ketu aspects of ashwini so let us just see see the swati aspects of it what is the swati aspect of this particular dynamic there where are we gone okay so swati so ketu in swati will provide the individuals with a kind of spiritual detachment that is more individualistic they may prioritize their inner spiritual growth and seek higher understanding of life ketu in swati quest for knowledge swati nakshatra is associated with learning and knowledge and ketu here can intensify the intellectual need for growth and wisdom these individuals may have a natural inclination for self study and seeking deeper meaning and understanding simplicity and adaptability they often embrace simplicity and adaptability in their lives ketu in swati individuals may find contentment in minimalistic lifestyles and are flexible in their approach to life last one interest in healing and balance ketu in swati can bestow the interest in healing and maintaining balance both physically and emotionally they may be drawn to practices that promote well-being and equilibrium so this is mr narcissist number 2 in ashwini still but the ketu has moved on to swati now let's reverse that and see the other way around let us see ketu in ashwini and rahu in swati so because we are considering we have covered already ashwini we'll just cover the swati aspects you can rewind and see ashwini if you want for rahu and ketu aspects so when ketu rahu moves on to swati what does that provide us well rahu in ashwini has different desire in swati has different desires desire for independence swati means individualistic person if you stick in rahu in here it amplifies that rahu in swati signifies a strong desire for independence and freedom these individuals may seek autonomy and self reliance in various aspects of life i'm talking about the top box which is marked rahu here adaptability they tend to be adaptable and flexible able to navigate different situations with ease rahu in swati individuals may find it relatively easy to adjust to changing circumstances see adaptability of rahu the quest for knowledge swati nakshatra is associated with learning and knowledge rahu here can enhance that quest these individuals may have a keen interest in acquiring new skills and expanding their understanding social charisma swati is a diplomat they love social life they often possess social charisma and the ability to connect with diverse groups of people they may have excellent excellent networking skills and building relationships material ambitions rahu and swati may indicate a strong desire for material success and financial stability achieving financial goals and prosperity may be a significant motivator this is the second guy the one which we have considered here empath number 2 so mix the ketu aspects of ashwini and the rahu aspects of swati 
This will be the similar trend for all the series which we are going to cover nakshatra by nakshatra. When you switch it, the Rahu Ketu aspects remain the same. But because they are along the same axis in the same individual, you got to take the Rahu aspects of the nakshatra and the Ketu aspects of the opposite one or vice versa. Okay. In the next one, now that we have finished Ashwini, we shall cover Bharani. Okay. In the meantime, take care and be safe and be awesome.